Good whiskey. Hi, man. Should we, we turn? Should, yeah. Should we turn the radio off first? Yeah. Are we going right now? Yeah, we are. Do you think Hunter One Dalmatians is a mystery movie? Because it's on the list of mystery and suspense. There's no such thing as a mystery movie. I don't, what? It's not a thing. What? Do you, <laughs> because like it's clearly a thing. No. There's no such thing as just a mystery. It's a mystery murder. Or like a mystery adventure. Like mystery adventure? So what would every episode of Scooby-Doo be? Scooby-Doo-Bee? <laughs> They're trying to... <laughs> Ready? The old Scooby-Doo-Bee. That's a mystery murder <laughs> or kidna- kidnap. You're just thinking that because of the fucking mystery machine. What a... F- what there you a, go. Yeah, yeah. You just totally. threw a wrench into your entire plan. That's the actually old... true. Scooby-Doo might have foiled me. <laughs> Foil again! Ah, it wasn't for Scooby you, stupid Doo. kids. Wait, wait, wait. I have, dog. I have an example <laughs> for you. Who framed Roger Rabbit? No, it's oh. a murder mystery. That's... There's that, a murder that they're trying to solve. That's a murder a, mystery is a mystery. It's a murder genre, though. That's, that's a genre. There's no such genre as... It's the, a sub. Um, it's a sub genre. It's a murder mystery. It's not I would just say a mystery. Ninety-eight percent of films, somebody died in that movie. A mystery is why do you like so many bad movies? But you can't make a movie out of that because it would only last three minutes. <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, boy! Tough call. Tough call. <laughs> okay, I got a, I got a topic. We're gonna dive into. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. I'm No Name Noah. This is Nineties Josh. Yeah, lead voice of the hipster. Truck stop Aaron. How's it doing? Uh, Ooh, okay, back to the back to the how's it doing? Nice, I like that. Okay, so the way I I thought of this topic was I'm basically I'm working. I got a meeting in this industrial park, and I'm waiting for the meeting. I'm half an hour early, and I got to go to the bathroom. So zip over to the closest gas station, and there's like a three dude lineup, like three greasy dudes. Just lined up to all to take a dump, guaranteed. And I'm like, <laughs> I want nothing to do with this. I just got to pee. That's it. The tubes are lubed. So I leave and I'm like, I'll just find like an area where no one's around and like pee on a fence or behind a truck <laughs> or something. So I'm driving around and for some reason in this industrial park, everyone is everywhere. Like all the people are doing all the things. They're all out and about. There's mm-hmm. no little he- secret. They're walking hidden. around. They're walking around. We got yeah. walkers. Oh, okay. So. Basically, I dig around in my truck, find a couple empty water bottles. Oh yeah, nice. Pull over, see where this is going, and and you know, you know, fill the bottles. Yeah, yeah. piss jugs. Yeah. So, you know, I guess my question is, what is what is for you like a bathroom emergency where you've had to deal with another opportunity, like you've had to, you know, go and do it somewhere where. You know, you didn't really have a good opportunity. I've only ever been really drunk when that's happened. <laughs> that's I like where this is Please going. keep going. So <laughs> I, I've already told you guys this story once, but I was, we went down to a point uh, um, uh, where there's a whole bunch of breweries. Port down, Moody. Port Moody, yeah. And we were walking through a park and I totally just whizzed on the side of the trail. But that was that was because I was drunk, not because I 
desperately needed a place to pee. I just didn't care. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, if you're really drunk, I think you'll pee anywhere. Aaron's Port Moody stories makes him out to be a fucking animal. Like, just the one time. That was just once that all of this has happened? Yeah, I've only been there once. Didn't you also throw up in the car with your kids in it? No, no, no. With oh, that was, that, was oh my, that was another guy. Oh, that was in my wife's car. The kids were definitely not there. Oh. But that was in the wife's car. Okay. So, I mean, this, uh, I think just odd stories. I mean, I've pulled over loads of times, opened up the suicide doors, and just peed in between my two doors. Peeing in between the two doors is the best move with the <laughs> yeah. truck. Yeah. You just open up both doors and you pee. Yeah. You pee like you're peeing onto the truck, but just under the... Just yeah. underneath. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I saw an old guy do that in the Costco parking lot. Why'd you watch him, you weirdo? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was surprising. It's one of those train wrecks you can't look away from. Whoa. Yeah, I get you. So I, I got a I got a bathroom making my own opportunity story. Um, so we this is back when I was uh, framing houses with uh, uh, my old employer, and we're 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 building this house, and the guy won't get us the 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 builder won't get a porter potty, and no one down the street like there's there's like. You know why he didn't, though? Pardon? You know why he didn't? Because he didn't want everybody else using it. No, he didn't want to check the levels. Yeah, that's true. No one was going to be checking those levels. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, so no porta potty, right? And there's there's nowhere to go to the bathroom. So if you got to take a piss, no big deal. You just walk around behind the house and take a piss. But I got a shit, and yeah. You know, my shit cycle has has landed me at one o'clock every day. It's the eleventh hour. <clears throat> it's just terrible, and so I'm like, "There's no way I am going to be able to hold this for another three hours, and then an hour and a half drive back at, to make it home to take a shit." Um. So this is this is uh, I think this is in like January. So there was snow on the ground and everything. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm like, I got to take a shit and I got to take shit now. And so I go down into the basement and grab a shovel. I go to one of the window wells and I scoop in a whole bunch of snow, pile it into the corner, squat right over the, right into the corner there. Take a shit on the, on the snow in, in the window. Well, (laughs) no, no, I'm in the basement. I just, I, I scoop the snow into uh, I just scoop the snow into the basement, right? You so that- shit in <laughs> your customers' homes. Basement. It wasn't my customer. <laughs> so on the ground on a pile of snow. Yeah. So you're an animal. So I shit on the snow. I have another pile of snow to make snowballs to wipe my ass. So it's like a cold. Uh, yeah, nice. Uh, it's like cold a cold bidet. bidet. That yeah. obviously would have been uncomfortable, but I bet that's a good wipe. Yeah. It is a good wipe. But it is uncomfortable. Snow is now, very abrasive. So now you got a really true, cold asshole. So wipe with the snowball, chuck it out the window. You oh, know, all, no. all, all good to go with the shovel, right? What's that? You no, no, the snowball. Like you're you're holding the snowball with your hand. Oh, and you're just the throwing your, your the yeah. pooey snowballs out the window. Out the window. <laughs> yeah. 
So then, but now, now you've got this pile of shit that is on the snow and you got to get rid of it. So I just scoop it up with the shovel and wing it out of the window into the backyard. Uh, but I'm like, oh. you know what? This guy is not about to get us a porter potty. I got to deal with this. I got, I got to deal with it now. And so, of course, now my poo cycle is on on the one o'clock, you know, power hour every day. And so I go through two weeks of having to do this. So you shit in the <laughs> in the basement for two weeks for two weeks. Oh I my gosh! This. And so everybody knew, like like everybody knew. I've got to go everybody to the basement. Everybody knew. So like my boss knew. Everybody that we were working with knew. <laughs> but everybody was like, "Well, what else are you gonna do? Like, there's it's not like I could walk to a gas station. No. There was nothing around. And so, you know." Two weeks has gone by, you know, okay, the snow starts melting and my boss goes for a little walk in the backyard and he's on his phone and then all of a sudden I come outside Human. and he's just like, oh, what the hell? And he's sitting on the back step with a, with a twig trying to dig out Digging shit. your shit out of his boot. <laughs> Digging shit out of the tread of his boot. And he's like, what the hell? Somebody's dog. And, and he just pauses in between the word, like as he's saying the yeah. word dog. And he's like, wait a minute. Josh. <laughs> and he's realized that he has just stepped into my shit. And so then I go onto the back patio and I look out and there's just fucking landmines. Just oh, scattered no. all over. There's 14 shits out in the backyard. <laughs> This isn't exactly residential. This has got to be a little bit out. Like houses are spread out. This no. This is full residential. This is uh, <laughs> this. But but it was a new development, right? So nobody was living there. Uh, it was like people were living off of this one street, but then there was like this side street that came off of it, and it was all. It was like twelve to fourteen new houses. And yeah, they got nobody wanted to uh, split for a porta potty, so. Shit's wow. got to go somewhere. It does. Yeah. Shit went sideways. Yeah. <laughs> out the window. Sideways. Shit went out the window right there. So, at my bachelor party, okay, well, this is a f- f- quite a few years ago now. I uh, I had this I had this friend who was real quiet and just wouldn't. You know, he was he would pick his opportunities, if you will, pick the top corner. So we're hanging. We're we're out downtown. Went to a few bars, um, and we're, now we're walking around. Just there's a street in Calgary called Stephen Ave. It's just like it's a street based shopping bars, you know, all kinds of stuff. Walking down it, and he and one of my buddies is like, oh, "I really got to piss. We got to find somewhere to stop." And this real quiet guy just goes, "I don't know if you realize, but we have the opportunity." To piss on the nicest hotel in Calgary, <laughs> and and that's what we did. <laughs> we went to the nicest hotel. We just pissed on the back of the building. You really showed them. Yeah, we we you know. <laughs> I just I don't know why that he would say that, but we did it, and it was great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to transition this. Yeah, good. I want to talk about something that's dear to my heart. Okay. And that's that's 
getting comfortable for a, a public toilet shit. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you're in a situation, you know, you're out, you're out in the public, in the public eye, if you will. Yeah. And you gotta you gotta unload. Hundred percent. You gotta do the, the, the ten pounds in ten minutes weight loss program. So <laughs> uh for me, first things first, the toilet seat has to be clean, obviously. So you get in there and you clean the toilet seat. Okay. Right? With the toilet paper. Yeah. But if there's like tons of, of like pee stains all over it and it's not coming off, I will go so far as to leave the stall with some toilet paper, put hand soap on it, come back and do a level two clean. Holy no. shit. No. Yeah. Then we should really rename this segment prepping the public toilet. Then the big thing, this is the biggest move for me. This okay. is like what separates the men from the boys or the men from the men that get a dick disease is don't think you, that's how you got to clean the inside of the bowl no. in case your dick touches it. No, just the front part. Isn't it easier just to not let your dick touch the front of it? I know, yeah, but just I if just, something I just happens. Never, I just always if something hover, happens. hover or something. I just like give it a little tuck. No, I don't like hovering. I don't have, I don't have time for that. I want to be comfortable. Hover, you don't have time to hover, but you have time to hand sanitizer the seat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I fi- I'm calling bullshit on nope, this. This is not <laughs> bullshit. This is for real. There's, this is so not You got to clean the front of the thing because if your dick touches that, who knows what's on there? But you probably touched it. No, I didn't touch that. You cleaned it. Just in case. You cleaned it. You got to clean the front of the thing. Then you flush the toilet because there could be someone else's shit or piss still lingering in there. That a, pl- would, a pre-flush. A pre-flush. Okay. Then this is the final move, and this is really this is what separates the men this is from very the men important. who get toilet water in their butthole. Listen, <laughs> fuck. You take <laughs> you take a little like a a few squares, maybe like three or four squares of toilet paper. Of toilet paper. Yeah. After now you flush the toilet. It's completely like open bowl, and you lay like kind of lay it over the top of the water. Oh, so you get no splashback. So you get no splashback. Yeah. That. Oh, yeah. yeah. Splash guard. That's yeah. 100%. I do that every time I go into an outhouse. Oh, yeah. Because you don't want that blue water Oh, that blue back. water? No. Yeah. You can't do that. Because you know that blue water is just hiding all sorts of nastiness. Greasy, greasy yeah, shits you, from other men. Oh. Yeah. Your asshole looks like you used a Smurf bidet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to get real deep. Okay. What do you guys do to get real comfy while taking a shit? Like, you ever take off your shoes? You ever do a shirt pull off? Just get right into it. Take the shirt right off. Tarps what, off. Like at home? Oh, yeah. Oh, pants off. Pants off fully, right? Fully pants off. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. There's been times where it's like, where it's like, oh, this is going to be just, I'm going to have to work on this, this one. This going to be a project. It's shirt off, <laughs> pants off. The only thing that's on is the socks. <laughs> yeah, I've even gone so far as to be like, these socks need to go. I need to be, I need to be fully unrestricted here. <laughs> Everything must go. <laughs> Getting back to nature on this one. The extent I've ever gone of that is just one leg out of my pants. One <laughs> leg? One leg. Unileg? The other leg is still in there. It's just so it so you can do the full kind of like Oh, so you can spread further. Yeah. Oh, you gotta but, spread. But I've never fully taken my pants right have you ever, off. I just take one leg out of the pants. Have you ever there. found yourself 
and this is I was reading this on the internet. Have you ever found yourself like, like when you're taking a real? Sometimes you take a real painful shit. You find yourself opening your mouth when you're shitting, and then you're like, "What am I doing?" Like right now, just getting really into <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, like you're the lead singer of a, of a really good band, yeah, Carol like, Smith. Yeah, and you're going yeah. full mouth open. Yeah, I've I have not done that personally, but mm. I'm not against it. No, you, like you see, you could see it happening. I got you wouldn't want to see it happening, but you could see it happening. I got this other move where because okay. because uh, my bathroom, like the way it is, uh, there's like the shower is right beside the toilet, and then there's a wall on the other yeah. side. So if I'm feeling like I'm not getting the flow, but I know it's in there, like if I pinch it off, it's just gonna, I'm going to have to take a shit like 20 minutes later again. Cause there's round twos coming up. I'll actually like stick my arms up against the walls, like straight up. Yeah. I've done that before. And for it sure. feels like everything in your body kind of lines up and you yeah. just get that nice shit flow going. It's like aligning the planets and Hercules. Oh yeah. <laughs> so apparently the healthiest shit, in the world like of all the different ways to shit is like i think it's like the hungarians or someone in eastern europe that what they have they is, are the healthiest shit they have the squatty potty oh yeah i've seen the ads and, for that and then they have the rope hanging from the ceiling so you squat but you hold on to the rope above you and apparently the squatting motion combined with the arms up like gets your whole body lined up for the shit to just pound through I don't know if you've ever seen these commercials for it's a fucking stool but yeah the it's the it's the squatty stool or whatever it's called the stool yeah. stool well it is yeah the squat potty squatty or whatever yeah you put your you put your feet up on it you so you lift your feet like your knees are like above you know where they normally would be that's how that works i realize now what like your knees are above your head no it's no, not just above a your stool, head but like it's just a stool with like a, a curved side so it it like pushes right in your this, toilet you'd be sitting this is a normal toilet right but you you would have like a little stool put your feet up our listeners can't see what you're doing <clears throat> no i'm just driving it as i'm doing it so it lifts your legs up so your knees are like i don't know nipple height sure sure yeah and that just that little motion of lifting your legs just boom pushes everything out hmm. it's a game changer i love the shirt i've never tried poo. it the shirt Have you ever poo like well yeah. sometimes i'll just lift my if i'm like getting some resistance <laughs> i'll just lift my legs and i find that opens up the door too <laughs> just lift your legs just lift them up yeah just just lift them like up. full on dumb and dumber <laughs> no I, no 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 not straight out not straight out no. not straight just, out? just off the ground like, uh. so i'm still in the you know, like, in the sitting position put your foot up against the toilet paper holder and you're just like <laughs> ah, i gotta push this one out the other move i'll do if I don't like where the toilet paper roll is situated in a hotel room, mm. I'll just I'll just pull the toilet paper right off. <laughs> stick stick that on my fingers and just start just start pulling her. Just letting her <laughs> This is the guy that like cleans the fucking front of the bowl and now he's taking hotel toilet paper off and just they're just, just digging around with his fingers. Well, that's in there. different. That's no, like I'm saying, I'll put the roll on my fingers so it spins. <laughs> okay. On my left hand and then pull it with my right hand. Mm. <laughs> you all folders or crumplers or what are we doing here? Hundred percent folding, yeah. folder folding for triple me too. Fold. Refolding, Ooh, triple fold. Yeah. Me too. You'll, tri- you'll you know what I do? You'll fold up to three times. Does I rip yeah. off a nice thing? Yeah. Put on my leg, fold it, and then you know 
Get yeah, I'll do that. Oh, yeah. I'll yeah. use the leg. The thigh yeah. fold. Yeah, yeah. Hold thigh fold. Yeah. Yeah. The huge... thigh is the workbench of the I'll... shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the thigh is your workbench. That's, that's where your phone hangs out while you're doing stuff. Imagine a fucking penner bench on your on your thigh, though. On your thigh if bench. If you had a bunch of stuff on there, yeah. some lawnmower blades. <laughs> A whole bunch of old, old bunch of old boxes, two tattoos that you don't know what mean anymore. <laughs> I love a great shit. Yeah, it's it's one of the pleasures. It's one of the best pleasures in life. Is and a good shit. One of the things I fucking hate is someone interrupting me. Mm. Yeah, I don't like being talked to when I'm shitting. I don't like someone banging on the door. Like if I'm in a public toilet and someone's like, ah, "I gotta get in here," like fuck off. I told you about that one day that at McDonald's when I was like going to take a poop and then the guy came in and he knocked on the door. I was like, he's like, I need to go. And I'm like, I'm I'll I'll be out in a sec. <laughs> and, and he was like, no, I really got to go. And I'm like, mm, okay. Like I'm mid. <laughs> what, is, what is that? What does that change for him? Or for you? Know. Like you're like, yes. Okay. He needs to go, but you're going. I know. Like what you am I just, supposed to you stop? Can't just end a shit. No. Yeah. Like, and then one, well, then I, you know, continued to. Eventually, I finished. He rushed, like he he rushed in, <laughs> and then he didn't close the door, and he just started pooping with the, door <laughs> with the stall door open. So I think there was a uh, there was lead drugs involved. <laughs> of course, it's French for the drugs. All right, I love it, listeners out there. We hope you have great shits. Yeah, send us you, an email. Let us know your shit tips. You know what moves that you have on shitting. You know what the best thing to do after shit is, though. Smoke a cigarette. Well, that or uh, <laughs> or pull up your oak apparel underwear. Oh, because <laughs> after an amazing shit, you want some an amazing underwear to pull right back over that bum <laughs> and dick and balls and dick and balls. And as uh, as a wise man once said, the the balls are the natural enemy of the leg. Got to keep them separated. Got to keep them separated. And nobody separates the balls from the legs like oak apparel. So if you're interested, and you should be, because they're the best underwear on the market, coming from Calgary and our friend friend of the show Tyler, you can go to oakapparel dot com. That's o k e apparel dot com. And punch in BCMR at checkout for 20% off your order. Support the show. Support the boys. Support the gods. There we go. Uh, okay, next up, we have V-neck versus normal neck. Mm, I'm, a huge, I'm a huge crew neck guy, so I think like... Uh, I I wore V-necks for a while. I just, is crew neck normal neck? Yeah. Why yeah. is it called a crew neck? I don't know. Because uh, you're in the crew. But if you, there's a bunch of guys with V-necks, they're also in a crew. No, they're, yeah, they're in a V-neck crew. Yeah. <laughs> but they're not. Uh, yeah, you got me. Maybe they're like a, like a, just a group. <laughs> what, de- what defines a crew versus a group? I think closeness. Work, it's work. Closeness. No. Yeah, no. Like how much, if you have something in common... If you are doing a common objective, if you're close with each other, you're a crew. If you're, a group is just some g- gathering people. No, I think yeah. it's employment. Well, a crew. So to me, a crew is like people that actually work to, 
do. But it could do be your crew of friends. Works. Yeah, but we are a group, are a crew that do work. There is people that are just friends that just kind of hang out and sit on couches. That's just a group. They have no common yeah. objective. Yeah. But a yeah. crew, I think common objective is what defines a crew. That you're, yeah, that you're being employed for. No. <laughs> no. Just common objective, working towards the same thing. That's, I think that's what defines a crew. Okay. Uh, yeah. I think a group. If you're going to rob a bank, you put together a crew. A, group, a, group. Is, a group is but more. That's not a job. Well, a group I guess is, it is more lackadaisical. Yeah, but yeah. they are doing work. They are doing something. What a fucking great not, word. Not last just hanging out with. being. They're not just hanging out being and just like talk. A crew, a crew does. A yeah. group bees. Yeah. yeah. A, a yeah. group bees. Yeah. A, a group is I like, like is more serendipitous and a crew is like uh, focused, more direction orientated. There you have it. Yeah. Serendipity versus direction. Uh, okay. We're going to do a very, very special segment in this podcast. I, I, I don't want this. It's going to be really fun. Elliot, it was Elliot's idea. He it loves this idea. It wasn't my idea. It's called Nowhere Rev- Reviews Elliot's Favorite Movies. <laughs> Josh, read. So, Elliot, <laughs> you start telling us about one of your favorite movies, and then I'll review it. Well, like, have you- <laughs> I don't start with number one arrival arrival have you seen arrival no I've seen arrival okay and okay I actually like arrival (laughs) Uh, it's not that bad so I'm gonna give that movie a pass Um, it definitely led me in a direction I didn't expect Mm. and I I, and I liked the direction it went in it was really intelligent so that one that one's a pass okay so was that a mystery movie no no it was a twist (laughs) Oh, a twist. Okay. Yeah, I would recommend that movie. It's That's a good movie. Yeah. Well, it was nominated for a best movie of the year. Did it win it? No, it did not. Exactly. I think Argo actually won it, which is shocking. I fucking like Argo. I like Argo too, but as a like as an Oscar winner, do you think Arrival or Argo should have won a best picture? Uh... I think everyone was so shocked that Ben Affleck made a good movie that That's they had to, that they had to give him the win. <laughs> I listened to a whole podcast about um, Ben Affleck's wave, like his career is just a mo- like just a massive like just curve up and down, up and down, up and down. He's had a wild career of some real great movies and some wow, just some real horseshit in there. If you ever want to just like an, a really interesting look, just look at Ben Affleck's IMDb. Hey, Noah, why don't you review Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? I haven't seen that. <laughs> I was okay. just trying to think of what I call it. I haven't movie. seen that. Give me some of the other ones you talked about. Um, also, Garden I, State. Hold on. I bet Nick Cage would give Ben Affleck a, a serious run oh, for yeah, up and down. I would agree oh, with that. man. Nick Cage is is just because he has some actually pretty good movies. We can continue on this, but like other than Nicolas Cage and Ben Affleck, who would you put in like that like monster swings for their acting career? Monster swings. What do you mean monster up and like, downs? Real big up and downs. Like Nicolas Cage for, has had for, some great for movies. Me, I would have That's to say movie. Matt Damon actually has some pretty some movies I really don't like that much. Like w- w- which ones? 
He had one where it's like the founding of the CIA that he's in that I really didn't like that much. He was at Suburbia. The or, one with... Oh, Suburbia. I'm not a huge fan. I, of that I really movie. didn't like that movie at all. I feel like Matt Damon hasn't had many misses. Maybe, though. I'm trying to think if Johnny Depp has had some... Johnny Depp has had some pretty big misses, I feel like. That movie where... Uh, Mordecai? With the AI or whatever. Oh, uh, Transcendence? Yeah. That movie is real bad. Real bad movie. Even for blue-collar well, standards. He was, he was really awesome in movie. Blow. Yeah. And the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Yeah, <laughs> I enjoyed the, the first three. The The fourth one really was just out of left field. I think I stopped watching after two. And also, just we just talked about how Johnny Depp is the actor that just really drives me up the fucking wall. <laughs> that was our entire last episode. Uh, I can't think of anyone. Give me another movie. Uh, should I say Garden State? I'm touching. I'm touching. I haven't. I don't know Garden State. Keep going. Okay. Um, the other guys. Fuck off. You're giving me good movies. That you <laughs> like. These are my top three. We've went, gone through my movies. No, the other movies you told me about. Yes, everyone loves uh, the other Gr- guys. It's Gr- awesome. Grand Budapest Hotel. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. Okay. Yeah. What, what were you going to say? I was trying to think of the name of that movie earlier. when we were Grand Budapest? Out. Yeah. You got to give me the movies you were telling me before you loved that I was making fun of. Those are the ones. Uh... <laughs> I literally said like my top five. All the right. two towers. All right, you it's failed the best me. Lord of the Rings. You movie. failed me. We're moving on. No, it's not. Return of the Kings. <laughs> but it's really good. Okay, uh, we're moving on. That didn't work at all. Elliot gave me a bunch of bullshit. He actually talked about good <laughs> movies that everyone likes, not hipster movies. Okay, here we go. Sports report. Hockey. It's a fucking nightmare out there, boys and girls. Everything is falling apart. The wheels are falling off the train. The Canucks, the Canucks have lost four in a row. Yeah. It's fucking dog dicks. But Edmonton's oily boys are up. Yep. Yeah, so that's good news. Yep. And, you know, hopefully the, the Canucks make the playoffs. Uh, I think they will. I'm if, optimistic. Would you call yourself Optimist Prime? I, <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah, that would be a weird thing to call myself, but I would. Okay, F1 report. The, the new oh, season yeah. of Drive to Survive is out on Netflix. I crushed it in like two days. It was awesome. If you, I, none of us were into F1, and then we watched Drive to Survive, and now we're all big F1 fans. So yeah. after the first season, though, after the first season, so I just started, uh, just started the first episode. I'm barely in of the second season of the second season, and I'm more excited to watch this since we had just watched this this follows the 2019 uh season season right yeah. so it's uh th- this will be interesting to watch uh for me for, because we had just seen this because we, we watched actually the, we actually watched, watched yeah. the whole yeah. Where, whereas we hadn't watched 2018 so it was like we were just watching you know, a show and had nothing really to base it off of where this, this we've watched the, I, I didn't watch every, sh- uh, every race, yeah, but yeah. saw a majority of them. So yeah. Who did you, what did you tell us about your dad? Cause I think that says a lot about it. Oh, so, uh, so 
after well, while la, so last season while we were watching it, um, uh, it was just talking to my dad and and uh, just a little aside. My love of cars comes from my dad. My dad's a big car guy, but was never really into Formula One. And I was just telling like, yeah, we're you know we've been watching a lot of Formula One. We watched uh, F One Drive to Survive, and it was a great show, and it really got us into it, and it gave us a lot of backstory to some of the teams. And he he was like, oh, this that sounds interesting. And so he started watching it. He watched. He just crashed through uh, the first season, and and then now, he, like uh, just uh, just a couple of days ago, he's like, oh yeah yeah, I started watching the second season. Second season's out. He goes, oh man, so good. I, yeah, I th- I think I'm gonna start watching F1 now. He's like, yeah, it's starting up in like this month. And I'm like, oh man, like you're just in, you're full on in. And so it was, it's really interesting. It's really cool to see that. And it's just awesome. Uh, the, the, the show is so cool because you see a lot of the backs, the, uh, the behind the scenes, right? The, uh, the the drama that is going on uh, in the teams between the teams that you just don't know about when you watch the when you watch the race, uh, and so like a lot of the you know the uh, 2018 there were I think there was about six drivers that sw- uh, that changed teams, and and yeah, so it's really cool to see a lot of that stuff. Yeah, in 2020, it's going to be interesting because I think more than half of the contracts expire for drivers. The interesting thing is there's 10 teams in F1, which is the highest level of uh, basically... um, I, I don't want to say racing because there's other leagues of racing that are different, but what would you say, like the highest league of like kind of... Driving sport. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's only, t- only every team only has two drivers. So there's only 20 F1 jobs. So obviously it's super competitive. Um, and, you know, these guys are under insane amounts of pressure. Uh, so you just, you get to see that in the show, the behind the scenes, how they're under so much pressure and yeah. uh, when guys get canned and replaced and the politics behind it and all that. And it's, it's pretty cool. Well, and how some of the teams are doing, uh, like, cause you've got basically the, the top three teams I would say is, uh, are, are um, Mercedes, Mercedes undoubtedly is number one, Mercedes, Ferrari and Red Bull. And other than that, you don't really hear a lot about the other teams, especially the, the bottom three which I, I can't even name right now. Yeah, it'd, it'd um, be... Um, it'd be... Uh, McLaren. No, not McLaren. They're they're in the midfield kind of trying to push up against Ferrari or Red Bull. Or, uh, Red Bull. Um, they're, it, McLaren, Renault, and Haas are kind of the midfield. And then in the very bottom, you have... Um, fuck, why can't I remember what it's called? It's uh, George Russell and Robert Kibitzer. 
what they're just Williams that have a lot Williams. of money. They're yeah, just yeah. The guys that have Williams, a lot of money. That's to it. Make yeah, Williams is is right at the bottom. And yeah, then, and then it, in 2018 it was Force India. Now it's um, it's uh, racing, racing, point. racing point. point. And next yeah. year they're going to be Aston Martin. Yeah, because um, Jared Stoll, yeah. who is owns the I think the majority of the team, made a deal to buy a certain percent of of Aston Martin, which is interesting because. Mercedes had been Aston Martin up yeah. until now. Yeah. So those bottom teams are just teams that don't have like big companies behind them. They're just guys that have lots of money to foot a team. Yes. And here's the other interesting thing. Uh, I don't know if it's in 2020, if it's this season or it might be next season. They're changing the rules. So all the teams are operating with the same budgets. Like, oh, wow. like in hockey. So they have kind of a salary cap on what mm-hmm. they can spend. So that's going to dramatically change uh, F1 racing because now these undercard teams are going to have way more opportunity. Because right now, uh, like someone said something funny, but it but it was true. It was like Mercedes has more people on vacation at any time than Haas employs. Yeah. Like that's how Mercedes employs over 160 people on their F1 team. Yeah, the the bottom three teams starting with 10 is Williams, Mercedes, Haas, which is Ferrari, and Alfa Romeo, which is also Ferrari. See the, I mean, and, and, or, uh, sorry, I should say like uh, Drive Survive kind of goes into this, but the manufacturers actually have a huge advantage when it comes to, uh, when it comes to a lot of this, because they're building the cars, they're supplying a lot of the engines. Whereas teams like Haas they are the people making the technology exactly. that goes into the car. Whereas Haas is buying parts and putting it together and hoping for the best kind of thing. And they got to figure it out on their own. Exactly. They can buy the parts, but they still got to figure it out themselves. Yeah. And they're, and they're designing a lot of things like they're designing their own bodies, their own suspension, but they're yeah. buying the parts. Yeah. Um, well, they're which, buying the motors, like the, the big motor suppliers are Mercedes, um, Ferrari. Ferrari, Renault, and Honda. Yeah, and Honda Hon- only Honda's recently only recently back into F one. Yeah. Well, and and actually, I would say Honda is probably bigger than Renault because Honda is doing two teams, whereas Renault is only doing their own. No, I think Renault does McLaren this in mm. in twenty nineteen also. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Honda Honda does the two Red Bull teams. Yeah. They do Red Bull and Toro Rosso. Okay, so that's the F1 report. And then finally, probably our most important report is the NBA. For that, I'll pass it on to Elliot. Yeah, I, well, we get a lot. We get emails about this. People are wondering, wow, what's going on in the NBA? I just keep wondering, you know, what's happening? And here it is. Don't give a fuck. All right, we're moving right along. Okay. Yeah. Nobody cares. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Here we go. Uh, this is our subscription report. So we just, uh, we're almost at 2,000 subscribers, guys. Yeah. So, right I mean, on. really, we just want to thank everyone who's listening to us. You just want to feel like you're part of the boys and listen to our bullshit once a week. We can give you that. Um, yeah. So thanks for everyone to lis- that's listening. Yeah, thank you to all our great listeners from all over the world. Thank you to everyone in Florida and California, all over the states. Yeah. Thank you to all our listeners in Ontario. That one dude in India. One dude in India. 
Indonesian uh, to we you know, have a, a lot. I thought we have a uh, guy in Indonesia or that's girl. right, Indonesia. That, that one uh, place that I couldn't pronounce that I didn't know existed. I thought it was like in Transylvania or whatever. Yeah, thank you, Eastern European <laughs> yeah. person in a country that we don't know how to say. Uh, thank you to all our listeners. And we've got a bunch of new listeners in Whitehorse. Yeah. In the north there. Uh, we really appreciate everyone. If we've, you know, missed your country or where you live, we just, you know, we love you. We appreciate you. Please tell your friends. Uh, it's just so exciting. We're almost at 2,000. And this is really just a grassroots thing. This is just a bunch of guys that are blue collar guys. And we love to do this. It's fun for us. And we're glad it's fun for you. And thank you so much. And we have very exciting news. We are so, you know, subscriptions, but then there's also downloads, like how many episodes have people downloaded? Yeah. And we're almost at 20,000. Yeah, you know that's right. Yeah, sorry, it took me a second to. Yeah, so yeah, we're, we're like nineteen thousand something. Yeah, so. math is hard. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, yeah. So, well, like I said, I don't. Know, is this off? Like I'm kind of the reverse Asian. Oh yeah. boy. No. So, okay, we'll edit that out. Math is hard. <laughs> uh, so thank you so much to all our our other people who've downloaded. Please send us an email. Ask us a question. We'll do our best to answer it on the pod. Yeah. At the boys at Blue Collar Movie Reviews. That's yeah. the boys at Blue Collar Movie Reviews dot com. Or you can check us out on Instagrams or Facebooks. Mm-hmm. That's correct. At Blue Collar Movie Reviews. There you go. Okay. Uh, moving right along, we are going to talk about movies from the 2010s. And I believe that comes from an email, doesn't it? Yeah, well, it comes from a buddy of mine who, I mean, if, quite a few of them. You know, you kind of get into those conversations with your buddies, like, and this is really where the idea of the whole podcast came out of, is that we were just talking about movies and TV a lot of the time when we were having beers, smoking cigarettes, and just talking about movies and what we've been watching, and uh, same thing came from uh, a bunch of my friends in Calgary talking about what was the best movies of the last decade. We just, uh, well, you know, a few months ago, we hit 2020. And we started to think about what came out in the last, from 2010 to 2019. A lot of great movies came out. And uh, they were wondering what our favorite movies were uh, from the last decade. Um, so, I mean, I have a list of stuff that I really enjoyed from the last decade. It's obviously going to be different from what the boys liked from the last decade, but that's fine. Oh, this is probably what you're going to make fun of me for. Is yeah, this, this is list. what we were talking about. You yeah. fucked up. Sorry. <laughs> you fucked up. We're going to do that segment again. Maybe we'll do movies that I like that you'll make fun of. But uh, I'll, I'll, I'll start with something easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Uh, pretty much, you know, like the Guardians of the Galaxy and the Avengers flicks. Mm-hmm. For me, I really like them. Uh one of the particular reasons I liked them was because when Anna and I met, she had never seen any of those movies, so we watched them all together. And about, I don't know, we were maybe like 10 movies in, and all of a sudden Avengers, um, the first, what was the f- Infinity War, came out. And it was like, holy shit. And I, I looked at her, I'm like, you know, 
we could probably still catch this in the movie theater if you want to power watch like <laughs> 10 movies. Ten, mm-hmm. And that, so I think. she'd come over and we watch like three Marvel movies in a row and fall asleep on the couch. And it was awesome. And so we powered through those movies and we watched it in theater and it was a great time and she was hooked and I was hooked. So those, those ones for me are very memorable, very enjoyable. Mm. Uh, for me, um, Mad Max Fury Road. Fuck, did I ever love that um, movie? I loved, like, I, I watched uh, the Mad Max movies oh, in my teens, and they were just unbelievable. Just something at that time kind of completely different. And just, yeah, the fact that, you know, and then, then you see that this other one is going to come out that's like, you know, 20 years later or whatever, and it was just a fucking awesome like just it was just unbelievable yeah what an absolute ride that is oh like that my movie. it's just so in your face so visceral so violent so like over the top hanging a dude in the front hood of your car to yeah. drain his blood into you to keep yourself alive yeah, yeah. <laughs> just blood sacks wild the blood sacks yeah yeah do you know what the best part of that movie was yeah what it was it you, the guitar, the guy on the yes, top, yes, rocking the guitar rock, guy, the, the, the guitar yeah, guy on the front the of the truck. Guy. That was the best part. I think I just i I liked every moment that Charlize Theron was in that movie was a good was a good part. I like, just felt, I just she felt was like just great in it. They would just went balls out, like they're just like yeah. Let's go back to the original formula, yeah. To just tons and tons of crazy cars in the desert, ripping it up, doing the thing. I think it just like goes to show that if you if you just go balls to the wall action and you put good actors in it who are probably overqualified for the roles that they're playing, yeah. it's just going to go well. But in the, yeah. then I mean, yeah, like what does Tom Hardy even say anything in that movie? Like barely anything, I'm pretty sure, if anything. Uh, but still, like he acts well. Yeah, like you, but you're like you don't feel like oh, you're not Mel Gibson. No, like you, you like it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The original first movie has hardly any lines in it to begin with. That the, is the, true. The first movie is funny because There's it's not, not post-apocalyptic. Spoken in the first movie, it's like these three shitty biker guys <laughs> that, that are chasing down Mel Gibson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's While not, he's got his family in the in the mm-hmm. in the station wagon. Yeah, and then it turns. The next movie is post-apocalyptic. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and but the funny thing is, the villain from Furry Road, Fury, the, yeah, Furry Road, <laughs> is the original bad guy from the first yeah, movie. That's right. Which is awesome. I love I, it. I love it when they do shit like that. I actually don't know if I've seen the original one. I'm not going to say it's a great movie. It's an interesting movie. But the car in this one, I've seen Thunderdome. Yeah. The the car he drives, which I can't remember what it is. It's like an I think it's an Australian version of a Ford, maybe. It's a kind of a muscle car they had in Australia. He just calls it the Magnum Opus, right? It's uh yeah. it's the original car that he drives that he pulls out of his garage in the first movie to chase those bikers down. Hmm. The first one is completely different. Yeah. Absolutely completely yeah. different. I like the uh the Star Trek reboots in the last 10 years? Because was there a Star Trek movie 
Yeah, totally. Like a long time ago, but like the last 10 years, they did like at least three of yeah, them. Yeah, the ones with Chris Pine. Yeah, they did at least three of those ones. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Espe- oh, especially, oh. yeah, I think they were, all, I thought they were all great, especially the first two. I, I really, really liked the first one. That one came out in 2009, so I mean, we're just off the cup, but oh, okay. Into Darkness did come out this decade and Beyond came out this decade. Mm. I, I didn't like the second two as much. Mm. I I thought the second one was good. I thought uh, that was Bene- the one with Wrath of that was the Benedict Wrath of Cumberbatch Kong. or whatever. It yeah, is. that guy. I liked him. He that was a good. I liked that movie. I think yeah. the first one was probably the best one. Do you ever notice that his voice is way deeper than his body should make his voice? Like yeah. when you look at him and then his voice, like where yeah, where's it where's that from? voice coming from? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So obviously, Arrival came out this decade. That's my favorite movie, probably of all time. So. Uh, we should say though that the guy who directed Arrival, who's Dennis Villeneuve, he just won director of the decade. The and son of Jacques Villeneuve, the famous F one driver. Yeah. Probably not. But, probably not. <laughs> but he's Canadian, so for us that's that's a big deal. Yeah. And so his other movies would probably all make my list, but it's a killer decade for him. Uh Enemy Prisoners with Jake Gyllenhaal and Hugh Jackman? I think old Hugh Jackman Jackman. followed that up with Sicario. Oh yeah. Moved on to Arrival and then went to Blade Runner 2049. Not a good movie. I I like that movie. I did like that movie. And now he's working on the Dune reboot. Oh Oh, yes. I hope that's good. Making a good Dune movie. I think is going to be hard. Mm. It's, but that is so, I love that book. It's one of my favorite books. So, I mean, you got a lot of talent signed on for that one. So, we'll see what happens. Uh, how about uh, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse? Oh, I said it on the podcast. It's my favorite animated movie of all time. That was uh, that was the first movie that I took that my son ever watched in the theater. I I thought it was a great movie. Yeah, like it it's was amazing. It's awesome. Like. It's probably my favorite Spider-Man movie. Period. They're gonna make another one because it got such good reviews. Oh it's yeah, so good. Yeah. Uh, like, it's not the greatest animated movie of all time. The Transformers, Transformers movie yeah. is. However, it's <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I I mean I yeah I just can't disagree with that pick. It's a great pick. Yeah. It's not something that I I'm not a Spider-Man guy. Like I didn't really grow up a Spider-Man. So it just hasn't meant much to me. But then that just that movie is just so phenomenal. Spider-Man has had some hits and misses. Oh, big, big time. Big time. But that was, it was just a great, yeah. it was a great movie. A lot of big names were in that one too. The vo- If you look at the voice acting cast of that one, you're like, how did they get, like, who was it, Liam Neeson and um, was Jake Liam- Johnson from New Girl and Jordan Peele was in Jordan there. Jordan Peele, yeah. So I just had like a bunch of uh, like big name. I'm pretty sure Kristen Wiig was was Spider Gwen. I feel like people want to do voice acting. Maybe it's, it's probably, probably easy, fun, easier, low yeah. pressure. Just hang out in the booth and do your thing. Talk yeah. loud and enjoy yourself. Show up in sweatpants. Yeah, yeah you can wear whatever you want. My kid was watching the dragon movies the pixar dragon movies oh how to 
the Pixar? how to train your dream how to train your dragon i guess what was the very first one called it wasn't how, how to train your how dragon. to train your dragon one <laughs> well because the first one was like all the vikings trying to kill the dragons and then all of a sudden at the end then then it turns into oh dragons are cool. oh you just spoiled oh, i know it. this one how to train your dragon <laughs> how, to, how to turn your dragon how to train your train, pet dragon how I don't to know. train your dragon that one has a, the uh we're saving truck guy? stops for later yeah that's the guy from <laughs> that's the guy from goon the friend yeah jay barishall yeah. yeah that's yeah. the kid but um the dad is, yeah is gerard butler yeah that yeah. was awesome hearing gerard butler in the craig, craig ferguson is also in there too that's that's um for sure Stephen Rice Stephen Fry stopped by for a visit in JT Miller Teach Miller JT yeah. Miller JT yeah. Miller is in there Uh uh-huh. okay got any other ones I got loads of them oh, you keep going So I mean I can just go down the list a little bit It was a good it was a really good decade for Wes Anderson fans Not the best decade cuz I think still Royal Tenenbaums is Best Wes Anderson movie, maybe other than Grand Budapest Hotel, which came out this past decade. We also had Isle of Dogs. We had Moonrise Kingdom. Um, Pie was pretty good. That seems like a movie that fits into that. <laughs> totally. I, I 100% agree with that because it'll annoy Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> life of Life of Pie? Pie? What, what no, it's it? just Pie. Pie, yeah. Where he's pie. on that boat with the tiger yeah, exactly. and the. Yeah, that yeah. Was, no, that was Life of and Pie. The monkey? Life of Pi or yeah, Pi? Life of Pie? Pi. Life of Pi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Pi, I'd, read like that book in, I'd read that book in high school or, or. Yeah, he like finds He's on the boat with the tiger or whatever. on with the this tiger. It hangs out with the tiger on the island that's floating around. I just around. love it when he describes movies. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Tiger Island. Yeah. When you talk about movies, I'm not entirely convinced that you've ever watched one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he gets stoned on some island with the tiger. He gets mad stoned on an island. Tony the Tiger (laughs) man just start ripping it up. He just goes to work, and and the guys he works with, stinky and smelly and farty, and all the guys, (laughs) they just describe movies to him, and then he comes here (laughs) and he talks about them. Yeah, you know that movie with the guy and the tiger. The guy guy who gets wicked high on an island no they're in the canoe and they go through the mist and then all of a sudden they land on this island that's like full of bushes that's made out of bushes that is true they do go to an island really yeah yeah and it's like it's like all just like a i don't know if he gets stoned on the island though it's it's trippy it was a good decade (laughs) for movie uh music movies sorry we had whiplash we had uh rocket man we had bohemian rhapsody yeah um what was that one about the yesterday uh, Molly Crew? The, oh, the dirt, dirt, yeah. So I think it was a real good movie. It was a good decade for music movies. Um, it was a good action movie decade. We had a few Fast and Furious movies. Oh yes, we had both the Sicarios, the John Wicks. We had the John Wicks, the Expendables. Were those no. within the last ten years? No, oh. that was that was those a little earlier. Yeah. Uh. Um. It was a good decade for Christopher Nolan, who came out with Inception. I love Chris Nolan. Yeah, I do too. Interstellar. Boo. We had Dunkirk. I said Inception already, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think we had The Last Batman maybe came out this decade. Um, So it was a pretty good year, pretty good decade for him. It was a good decade for weird B-tier sci-fi movies, like her... Which uh, was with Joaquin Phoenix. 
Good Midnight Midnight in Paris, which is a cool concept movie with Owen Wilson. Uh, Blade Runner 2049. We were talking about how there's like an entire segment that we could do on weird B-tier Netflix movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like the one that t- Cloverfield Paradox. Yeah. There's... Uh, that one what was the one you just watched that we the titan the titan such a fucking weird movie there's one yeah there's a ton of there's one with michael uh pena or pina however you say that oh he's in every movie though that's on netflix that i haven't watched like there's a whole bunch of weird b-tier sci-fi straight to netflix movies yeah i think they go to those movie conventions where they where like people sell movies and uh, they just buy the stuff that no one else is buying that's not going to make it to the movie theater. It's like, like think of a movie like uh, even um, even uh, what's the what's the the most recent one with Robert De Niro, The Irishman, The Irishman. Like that that's never going to get. No one's going to see that in a movie theater. Like it's never hard gonna, to say. I think Scorsese still has to pull, but I don't know. So long. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it, what was, it was like f- almost four hours. Yeah. Like, people would just go to see it for the names that are in the movie, not yeah. necessarily that, oh, And then they're like going to be like, movie. that was long and slow. It's not going to get re- great reviews, and then it's going to flop. Whereas on Netflix, way more people are going to watch it than yeah. if it went to a movie theater. Do you think those guys, when they sign those deals, get paid for how many people watch it on Netflix? They must. They must have, like, I mean... They must have the ability to see how many people are watching everything, you know, and they like, would we'll pay you this much to do the movie and then this much afterwards. So yeah. your full payday is not at the end of doing the movie. Your full payday is after. Yeah. Let's see well, how many people actually. Yeah. Like I this. wonder, I wonder if you produce a show and sell it to Netflix, like the ranch, do you get paid on how many subscribers watch it? I don't think you would get paid based on that because. Almost nobody in, like, almost nobody in in Hollywood is getting paid off of uh, off of like percentages. They don't really do that. No, they do. Actors get paid on that. Not actors very often. Yeah, directors though. No, hundred percent. Actors get paid off how many times a movie's on TV. So so I can't remember what it's called, but I only know this from the Spit and Chicklets podcast Mm -hmm. because. uh, Sean Avery was talking about get royalties, get, getting a royalty paycheck every year because he was in that movie about the Boston Marathon bombing. Oh, and so he gets this. He's he was talking about how he gets paid around nine hundred bucks a month from that, and how actors, <laughs> uh, like good actors that have been in a lot of movies, get paid every year. And so he was talking about how. Like Chevy Chase gets a payday every Christmas because Christmas vacation is on, or Macaulay Culkin's getting like a massive payday every Christmas because of Home Alone. Hmm. Like, yeah, I didn't think that many people were paid in points anymore. Hmm. Um. So a few of my buddies threw in their their picks for this decade. Uh, Shutter Island. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like Shutter Island. Yeah. That was a mystery. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Peele had a few, so like Get Out was a hugely popular movie this decade, but I'm not a horror guy. Anyone else? No. Black Klansman. It's worth a watch. I liked it. Uh, I said Baby Driver. 
Love Baby, Baby Driver. Driver. I love Baby awesome Driver. Movie. But also, Edgar Wright had uh, At World's End came out this past decade. Oh, which, was it? That was a good movie. Yeah. That's so that was right the, at the beginning, but... Simon Pegg, yeah, Nick that's Frost. Yeah, that's awesome Nick movie. Frost, yeah. kind of the third in the Blood and Cornetto trilogy. That makes me think of the movie we need to watch the with Vince Vaughn. End of Watch. End of Watch. Yeah. We, we have to watch that. Hmm. Uh, we had the Pitch Perfect trilogy all came out, which I think those are all terrifically hilarious. Ter- they're terrific and hilarious. Terrifically hilarious. Terrifically hilarious. It's terrifically hilarious. Guardians of the Galaxy, which you said, uh, La La Land. Why would you say La La Land? I enjoyed it, but what we do in the shadows and hunt for the wilder people. Oh, Oh, which I haven't seen either one. I got to see those. Yeah. American Sniper. Yeah. Awesome. The Social Network. Interesting. Uh, Django Unchained and Hateful Eight. Yeah, I, I liked Hateful Eight. I, like both of those. I didn't like Hateful Eight. Zero Dark Thirty. Awesome. Yeah. Dunkirk. Okay. Did you already say Dunkirk? I said Dunkirk. Yeah. Straight Outta Compton. That was a cool movie too. I don't. I didn't see that one. Jojo Rabbit. I I, I just saw that it. one. It's it's an absolute must watch for the boys. <laughs> uh, Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah. Oh, that was so good. You know what's so cool is I'm going into businesses and talking a little bit about movies with guys in their 60s or 70s, and everyone wants to talk about Ford versus Ferrari. Mm. Like, I talked with uh, one guy for about an hour about Ford versus Ferrari yesterday. Just pumped. Like, and, and it's so cool because it, it's, it's just a great real life story that actually happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, that's a wild piece, part, part of history. There's some great documentaries on Netflix if you're interested in that story. I think uh, any movie that has Christian Bale uh, playing uh, playing a, a, a play, playing a real person mm. is is a movie that I'll watch because he is a, I don't know if you'd call it a method actor. Yeah, uh, where for sure, yeah, method actor. It, it's it's like the guy finds footage of that person and just watches it and watches it and watches it and watches it and becomes that person. What was that other movie? Was it the fighter? Fighter, he was in. Yeah, uh, that was him. And yeah. uh, uh, who's the, who's the other guy? His brother, I can't remember. <laughs> Who's his brother? It's, it's not it's, Jake Gyllenhaal. In that no, one. no, no. I thought is it's not Tom Hardy. No, that's the that's the warrior. Um. <clears throat> anyways, well, or is he, it Matt? Uh, is it uh, not Matt Damon? Um, he's one of those. Just he doesn't have many misses. No, and and he just gets it spot on. Like yeah. he is absolutely unbelievably becomes that person. Well, like when he played the Batman, he. Oh, it's Mark Wahlberg. He watched the Batman in real life and then became the Batman. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yes. Of course. He, he real actually found the Batman. the Batman. Yeah. Who's so there's this movie, I forget the name of it. It's a net I think it's a it's Netflix a one off. Yeah. Um but it has James Bond and Kylo Ren in it. Fucking hell. Oh, that's uh <laughs> where they robbed the NASCAR track. Yeah, yeah. That movie so is James so Bond funny. Is this dumbass redneck that blows shit up. As in, like, Daniel Craig? Yeah, him. Craig yeah. Daniels. James Bond and <laughs> Kylo Ren. Oh, yeah. Craig Daniels. And Kylo Ren is this doofus guy, too, but they're all... Driver's actually, Adam? 
Driver Adams. Oh, it, it's got um, <laughs> it's Adams. got it's got what's his face? The guy Channing Tatum. Tatum Channings. Oh, Channing, yeah, Channing, Magic Mike. What character has he played? <laughs> He's the brother. Hey, that of, came of out Kylo this Ren. decade. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Is Magic Mike on your list? No, that's on your mom's list. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. But what's that Daniel, called? That would be so funny. I don't even know. But it's Daniel on, Craig plays like this total random person that's like not who you would expect him to be, and he plays it like. I know because he's usually his characters that he usually plays are like suave, suave, British, and and collected. He plays just this greasy, shitty Southern criminal. It's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, he just had a Southern accent in uh, Knives Out, and he's a detective in that movie. And I was like, this is so bizarre to hear him with a Southern accent. (laughs) Weird, yeah. He he nailed it. I'm gonna have to think of the name of that movie, but yeah, it's on Netflix. It's really funny. Well, I th- like, yeah, what a great decade for movies. I hope we have another good decade coming out. That that uh, weird um, penguin that um, Luke Skywalker milked, his their penguin udders was pretty good. Penguin udders? <laughs> I, you're, I think you're confusing that weird blue blue cow thing that he yeah. really milked with the, the little penguin, space penguins. The penguin cow? That? The space penguins were awesome. The weird cow thing the was por- the worst. The porgs, I think they were called. Oh, yeah. they're awesome. Those little things? When they're the flying with Chewie in the, yeah. in the Millennium Falcon and they're screaming and bumping the controls. Um, Do you have a truck stop, Baron? Or is... That's pretty much my truck stop. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a great movie. Uh, okay. It wasn't a great movie, actually. No, the movie Aaron was talking about. Wasn't that last? That I Jedi? knew what it was. No, not the Star Wars one. The one before that. He's talking oh, about the okay, Craig Daniels you. one. Craig, yeah, Daniels Craig Daniels and Driver Adams. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna do this real quick, and then I think that's it. Uh, we're gonna do. Uh, I didn't tell you guys this, but just some recently watched because it's yeah. always good to do recently watched. So for me, um, funny. I've been watching um, Gaming Historian on YouTube. And this is a guy who essentially does almost like historical documentaries on different video game things. Mm-hmm. So he does one on like um, Sega uh, versus Genesis. He does one on Mario 2 and Mario 3. And he does one on um, how the PlayStation came to be. And he, d- he just talks about different video game stuff. And for me, it's very interesting and very nostalgic because... I grew up playing video games like old Nintendo and Sega Genesis and Super mm-hmm. Nintendo. And so I'm like learning all these cool facts about how these things came to be and who designed them and why. And uh, before I came over, I was watching one on Tetris and Tetris was actually designed by this guy that worked for the Russian government. Yeah, And it's like kind of almost a miracle that Tetris even exists mm-hmm. because the Russian government owned it. And so, I don't know, it's just really interesting. I like this guy. It's a gaming historian. And another funny one I've been watching on YouTube is called The Angry Video Game Nerd. And he basically plays old Nintendo games and, like, rails, drinks beer, and yells about how hard they are. And it's just kind of cathartic and funny and silly. (laughs) Uh, F1 Drive to Survive we also talked about. And then I kind of started watching and then ended up finishing pretty fast the the season two of Altered Carbon. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to really talk about the show, 
but it was it was good. It was interesting. I don't know if I liked it as much as the first season, but uh, yeah, it was definitely you know definitely a cool sci-fi. And then I'm going to finish my little talk by saying what Elliot said about how he hopes this is a good decade. I remember uh, at the beginning of the decade just thinking, wow, sci-fi is making a comeback. Because mm-hmm. it, there really wasn't a lot of sci-fi after almost the 80s. Yeah, uh, It just kind of died out for a while and then it just came back hard. And now after the end of this decade, I I'm almost a bit sci-fi fatigued no no no, no. i want to see i want to see more one-offs like of oh i do want to see more one-offs like like inception or oblivion or i don't know like i'd i'd love to see um sorry i shouldn't say sci-fi fatigued but like series fatigued fatigued yeah like as much as i love the marvel movies like i'm kind of fatigued from them um Marvel's done. Star Wars is done. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm Star Wars fatigued. Like I would love to see more unique, one-off, interesting ideas made from comic books or novels or whatever. So you know, I think this is going to be a good decade. But yeah. I hope we get away a little bit from the formula of <clears throat> just reproducing things that we've always done and back into some of those more interesting one-offs and. um yeah, I I don't think we will because the money's not necessarily in those. They're harder to sell, but that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. And, and it was a great year for the big ones. Like, I mean, we had Inception, we had Interstellar, we had Arrival, we had you know a new Blade Runner, we had like The Martian, we had we had loads of like these movie Life Annihilation, Ad Astra just was last year, like. It had a shocking amount of one-offs in this past decade, so it seems like people are always like, the money's not there, and yet these keep getting made, and I hope that continues. Yeah, I hope they keep doing, you know, and yeah. and like props to Tom Cruise for doing two really great action sci-fis. The, uh, yeah, li- Live, li- Die, Repeat, Live, or Die, Repeat, or uh, Edge of Tomorrow. And um, Oblivion, I just recently watched, and it's awesome. Yeah, I love it. And then my last comment on the decade... And then I'm signing off and I'll leave it to you guys for your recently watched and your comments on the decade is this was a decade, I think, where TV outpaced movies. I think oh, big they started time. to see super high level TV or movie stars quit doing movies Good and, move, and yeah. do TV shows. I also think you started to see people that no one knew who they were, like Kit Harrington from Game mm-hmm. of Thrones become more famous than big movie stars and um Mm -hmm. yeah i think this is this is an interesting decade because i think tv stars are now doing higher level acting in many scenarios like when you have 12 or 15 one hour episodes to break down a, a um a story arc versus two hours you can really accomplish something and you're seeing really high level acting in tv now so i think i think this is the decade where tv outgunned movies now i was thinking the other day that i go to tv for different things than i go to movies for i've really struggled with a lot of sci-fi tv like i don't know for some reason it just can't grab me and yet there's been so many good sci-fi movies in the last 10 years 
but like I can't I couldn't even think of one like really awesome like maybe dark matter and the expanse but the that's expanse. about it yeah like which is kind of crazy yeah i mean maybe stranger things if you count that as sci-fi yeah it's it's kind of horror but it's also kind of sci-fi to get the good sci-fi we'd probably have to have a subscription to the actual channel sci-fi <laughs> no yeah. i don't Wouldn't i don't you? think so i th- I think all the good stuff is hitting the mainstream yeah i think rick and morty is kind of rick sci-fi and morty. And it's yeah. fucking awesome yeah mm-hmm. final space Oh, final it space! Is. It's final space. Good. Well, like it I think, TV, I think movies are almost taking over like genres that were a little more left to TV, and they're almost trading places, which is kind of bizarre. Hmm. Well, nice shot. That was yeah. a great shot. That's. I think one of the reasons for that is because if you look at Marvel, and I don't know if anyone else is really doing this. But Marvel is doing movies like their episodes. Yeah. And and that really changes the way that you can do movies. Like it it just does. It just changes it. So for my recently watched, I just I've me and my wife have uh we've watched a few movies lately. We watched Jojo Rabbit, which I just said was a must watch. And it absolutely is. This is the new Taco Atiti movie. Which of course is uh, Rhett's favorite director. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this movie's about a real bad, like uh, it's about a Hitler youth in like World War Two in Germany, um, whose imaginary friend is Adolf Hitler, played by a, like with a Kiwi accent, and is what? Yeah, Hitler has a Kiwi accent in oh this movie, my. and uh, it's basically about this kid who's a Hitler youth whose mom is hiding a Jew in his, in his attic or whatever. And just the entire, it's a comedy, but it all, it'll make you laugh. It'll make you cry. It'll make you think it'll make, it's, it's a terrific movie. That guy can't do any wrong at this point. It seems like, and he also has a new Thor movie coming out this year. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. With uh, Natalie Portman coming back. Yeah, so, you you love that. Yeah, huge crush, Natalie Portman for me. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since Attack of the Clones and Garden State. Uh, other, I watched Knives Out, which uh, kind of sparked us on the mystery uh, movie debate, which we started with. But what a great movie! And uh, all of them are such are just Money in the Bank. Craig Daniels is just terrific in that movie. Good old Craig as Daniels. well as uh, Evans Chris's and um, <laughs> Darmazana's was really good in it as well. <laughs> um, that movie is a loaded cast, and all of them are just great. Uh, also, just made me come out thinking like, if this movie's so good, how do you fuck up Star Wars so bad? Because that was the guy who directed Last Jedi. Which I just hated. How do you fuck it up so bad? Like, but clearly he has some chops to like pull that movie off. Hmm. Is that that really keeps you guessing? So watch that. I've been watching Hunters, which I'm really enjoying, and uh, I think it's worth a watch. It's really heavy, and it's uh, it's definitely gratuitous in its violence. Uh. 
Other than that, I've also been watching Drive to Survive. Paradise PD has a new season oh, coming out tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> so, Love it. so I'm pretty that show is is maybe the most outrageous TV <laughs> yeah. show I've ever seen. So I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready for that. Uh, South Park's coming out with uh, season 23 this this month. Do you think Paradise PD makes even South Park look a bit soft? <laughs> it's different. I don't think it's as witty. No, it's just it's, it's just, just like holy pure fuck, ruggedness like, cracked yeah. up yeah. to eleven. Like, <laughs> everything you shouldn't say being said all at the same time. It's <laughs> it's wild. So uh just watch season four of Rick and Morty. Sorry, can I go back to Paradise PD? Yeah, go for it. If you have a group of people, there's always one guy in the group that says things you shouldn't say. Yeah. It's literally like the guys who wrote Paradise PD. That's their <laughs> that's their entire group. It's yeah. the, a, the one guy that just says the things that no one should say. Those are their writers, all of them. It's wild. Like people always say, "Oh, you can't get away with that in 2019, 2020." And then like fucking shit like this comes out and you're like, "I guess you can." Yeah. You know, like that's I guess you can get away with that this year. You, like you gotta admire the guys that just don't give a fucking shit. Like yeah. they're like, Yeah, send me the hate mail, send me your complaints yeah. from your association, fuck you, we don't care. Yeah. Enough people think this is funny that they'll buy in. Yeah. Which is exactly <laughs> what that is. Yeah. Josh. Um so uh, I, I've gone back to a lot of things. Um, so not a lot of new things. Uh, I've gone back. Uh, um, I'm going back and forth between supernatural and shameless, you know, light and heavy. Um, <laughs> so and the yang. Yeah. So I, I've been going back and forth with that. Um, uh, me and my wife just finished watching, um, uh it's a british cop show called new blood um really good just a couple of young guys that are starting up on the uh starting up in the force or moving on to becoming the detectives once one is an investigator for uh the serious fraud um uh organization so um really good um high you know high production value or high production quality um and uh yeah not 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 a lot of new stuff just just mm. continuing with uh some of the some of the shows that i've just been constantly watching uh started up uh drive to survive season two and yeah that's about it i am so far behind on tv watching but i'm just catching up on other stuff that i've slowly been watching the uh shameless and mm-hmm. uh the evil the devil move the devil show lucifer lucifer, lucifer. lucifer. Yeah. how's that going i, I stalled on that i kind of stalled on that too and i've kind yeah. of it started to become just the same thing over and over <clears throat> yeah 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 i finished that you finished lucifer yeah yeah, Did you good. like it? Yeah, I liked it. Do because you think it was it was lighthearted, and then oh, yeah. and then uh, then they had uh, Superman in there from, uh, um, well, like Brandon Routh, like or? The, no, the, the young the young Superman, he young Superman, Superman from from uh, Smallville, Smallville. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. he plays uh, Kane. 
from like Cain and Abel. Like Cain and Abel. Oh, okay. Cain. I got to the Cain and Abel part. Yeah. yeah, he's he's like his boss or whatever. Yeah, he becomes the police chief. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just at the part where just after Cain disappears and goes away. So Do you think there could be a mashup between Supernatural and Lucifer? Could be. Um, no, I I liked <clears throat> I liked the show Lucifer. I thought it was it was. Uh, there, there was there was character development, um, but it was also very lighthearted. Like mm. it was, it was a very. Uh, uh, this is like my theme: easy watch. Like it was mm-hmm. a very easy it's, watch. It's got a formula. Each episode um, has a formula. They kind of catch a bad guy. Yeah. And they slowly progress the story, but every time they catch a bad guy. But it's it's and, also and fun. He's, he's working through his father and mother issues. Yeah, as. As they like, as he's doing the case, he's taking out his anger towards his yeah. dad and mom on the case, and he's going to a therapist. So, like mm-hmm. that's that's hilarious. Um, the show is you as you're watching it. You know, I don't know if you guys do this. Um, as you're watching a show, you're like, I wonder if these guys are buddies. Like, I wonder if these guys are all just like. Mm-hmm. They they love hanging out with each other type thing, um, and so they had a little um, uh, what was it like? It was like after after the last episode, it was like a little interview with all of them, and just how they would like they just had like their little um, inside jokes that they would be talking about and all this stuff. And you're like, oh, that's cool. Like it, it's it's nice to it's fun to watch something and then find out that they all get along and they're they they become like this little working family. Mm. Um, I read a, up some a crew, a crew, if you will, not a grouping because they're working. but a crew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I read up something about uh, Supernatural that, you know, they're going on 15 seasons and they, you know, they're, they've all become really good friends. Like, I, I don't think you could do something for 15 years if you no. didn't get along with yeah. your coworkers. So like the, the, the two, the two main characters, they were, they both were uh, groomsmen for each other's wedding. Um, there's uh there's a, an angel character and a, and a, a demon character that are actually best friends in real life now. And, and yeah, it's just, it's just kind of neat to see that. It's just like, Oh wow. Like, you know, 15 years of working together and this has become, this has become your life. Did I ever tell you that Anna and I were accidentally at the supernatural convention in Vancouver? No way. We went out for dinner. There's our there's this uh hotel in Vancouver that has one of our favorite restaurants is in it. And they were having the convention at the hotel. No way. Like, That's while we hilarious. Were there for dinner and we, yeah, we, so we just kind of like popped our heads in and and checked it out. It was cool. Did you see uh Jensen Eccles? I did not. No, I was that, not. That was the name. That is the name. Yeah. yeah. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> Never seen the show before, but you nailed it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, all right. Well, thanks for listening. I'm No Name Noah. This is 90s Josh. I'll leave voice of the hipster. Truck stop Aaron. How's it doing? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, fuck. Nailed it. D'Artagnan's. Yeah. Oh. Oh, man. I hope they make the playoffs. Or if they don't, that we get a really good draft pick. If you were.